Greetings in Jesus' name this morning. Praise the Lord. It's a good day. God is good to us. We get to sit together and sing and praise our God. And I was just thinking, you know, how would it be if we would know like some in the past and even today in some places would know that uh, we're, we, we could uh, be hunted down this morning and the authorities could come in and disrupt our service and we would scatter hither and yon. But we don't have that this morning. But may we, may we have the same spirit and fervor that those brothers had when, you know, uh, <clears throat> anyways. God help us. Well, I was blessed with the song service this morning. And uh, yes, God bless you all this morning. Good to have you here, Lee. Uh, let's see, Susanna, good to have you here too. Uh, yeah, it's just good. Good morning. Praise the Lord. Why, uh, I uh, I guess this is an opening, so I think I have, what, 20 minutes? 15, 20 minutes. I guess there's a lot of different things. I just, yeah, just even the song service this morning, just the different songs that we sang and that one song that was chosen, I think, Rachel, you picked it. I was thinking of picking it, too. And, uh, oh, for a heart to praise my God, I think is how it went. But just to have that heart that is like Jesus. <clears throat> God is so good. <clears throat> well, I was also, we were together as a family this past week. Uh, what was it, two, three days? Had a nice time together. And uh, we had some good discussions, but there was one thing that that we were talking about, and uh, I was just thinking, as we were talking about this, I was thinking, well, you know what, I'm going to do this up front here, and uh, then, (laughs) anyways, you probably wonder where I'm going. But pretty much, this is where it is, brothers and sisters. This is this is nothing funny. This is no joke. This is no. I went. This is. Uh, we're in the Lord's presence this morning. <clears throat> but I would like to ask every one of us this morning: How are we doing with our walk with the Lord? Is God real? Is He speaking to me? When we when we read the scriptures. Is it alive? <clears throat> well, we need to encourage each other in those things. Well, that's, that's my motivation this morning. <clears throat> and I think the, what we were talking about is as far as doing that one-on-one, <clears throat> we need to do that, brothers and sisters. How's your walk, Andrew? Was God real in his past week? <laughs> <clears throat> And then when God is real and then something, you know, uh, we were looking to the Lord and we cast ourselves on the Lord and the Lord comes through in a, in a real way, in a strong way. And Sunday morning comes and we come to the church with a song in our heart and we have a testimony to share about the goodness of the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> How's that go in Psalms where it says 107, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Thank you for reading that Isaiah 55. What did it say in there about the sure mercies of David? And I've been thinking about that. Do we understand the mercy of God? Do I understand the sure mercies of David? 
God is good. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Praise God. Praise God. Well, I greet you in Jesus' name, that name that is above all names, that name. What did the angel say to Mary? Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. John would have said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. I greet you in Jesus' precious name this morning. Hallelujah. Let's turn to St. John chapter 17. I like to read here this morning, uh, starting at verse St. John 17, starting at verse 19. Uh, Let's start at verse 20. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through their word, that they all may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. And the glory, and the glory which thou gavest me, I have given them, that they may be one even as we are one. I and them and thou and me, that they may be made perfect in one. That the world may know that thou hast sent me and hast loved them as thou hast loved me. Father, I will that they also whom thou hast given me be with me where I am. That they may, that they may behold my glory which thou givest which thou hast given me, for thou lovest me before the foundation of the world. O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee, and these have known that thou hast sent me. And I have declared unto thee, and, and I have declared unto them thy name, and will declare it, and declare it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. Praise God for his word this morning. Praise God for this prayer part of the high priestly prayer of Jesus. I had wanted to read this in Joshua before I did this, but we read this. So now let's read in Joshua here in Joshua chapter five. You don't have to turn there. Just listen. And it came to pass when Joshua was by Jericho that he lifted up his eyes and looked And behold, there stood a man over against him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went unto him and said unto him, Art thou for us or for our adversaries? And he said, Nay, or neither, but as the captain of the host of the Lord, I am now come. And Joshua fell on his face to the earth and did worship and said unto him, What saith my Lord unto his servant? And the captain of the Lord of hosts said unto Joshua, Loose thy shoes from off thy foot, for the place whereon thou standest is holy. And Joshua did so. But I was wanting to read that before I actually read this. What we read here in in this high priestly prayer. 
Let's take off our shoes. We are on holy ground as we read this passage here this morning, as we read this passage. But it is interesting, this morning I came to church and was just talking a little bit with my brother Larry. And I like when these things happen. But Larry, we were saying something about trials and things and different things or whatever. I forget exactly what we were talking about along those lines. Oh, I know what it was. It was about Larry's on for the main and I'm on here for the opening. And, you know, we were just uh, talking about that a little bit in our preparation. But Larry said something, or I said something first. I said, you know, the most important, or the important thing is, is that we're, that we're on the Lord's side. We're on the Lord's side. And I think, thank God is for us. Thank you, brother. And then you said, what's important is that we are on the whose side? The Lord's side. And you know, I have been in this, in this passage here for the last probably two years. Somebody preached it in a message and there was something there. It's just like, there's something in there. There's something in there. And I feel like this morning, just with Larry making that comment, it was like, there it is. There it is. You know what we tend to do, brothers? We tend to take sides. You know what it says here? Joshua was there and he came up to this man and he said, are you for us or against us? And what did the the angel of the Lord say? He said, nay. If you look up that word, you can look it up. But I think it says neither. But as a captain of the Lord, the host of the Lord, am I now come? And Joshua fell on his face to the earth. And the man said, or this man said, take off thy shoes where thou standest. It's holy ground. What we want to do is make sure we're on the Lord's side. If we find ourselves on sides, let's make one thing sure, brothers and sisters, that we're on the Lord's side and it's going to come out right. It's going to come out right. Praise God. So going back here to the Lord's prayer here about the high priestly prayer, this thing of uh, where he prayed that we would be one even as him and the Father are one. Have you ever taken time to just sit down and meditate? What is Jesus praying here? Or even just the aspect of He's praying here that we as a church, I'm just going to say here local, Zion Christian Fellowship, we as a church, he was praying, he was looking ahead, and he was looking at the church as a whole, I'm sure, but also can I say for us so we can identify it, so we can uh, uh, feel like it's, it, we're involved here. I know we're part of the church, the body of Christ worldwide, but here locally as a, as a local body, Zion Christian Fellowship, that we would be one even as Him and the Father are one. And I had wanted to pick that song, or I thought about picking that song, and, and uh, again, a God thing. Can I say it that way? No, it's... Uh, what's a better way to say it? <laughs> My wife and I talk about that. <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> 
But oh, Elvin, you had a message last week. It was about uh, uh, hearing message or messages that Danny preached on the attributes of God. And uh, <clears throat> I have this book by E.W. Tozer, The Knowledge of the Holy. <clears throat> I would encourage you all to get it if you don't have it. <clears throat> uh, but he says a couple of different things in here. But one thing he says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And when we have a wrong view of God, it has a, a way of, uh, of uh, making us that we live a wrong Christian life. We need to have a right concept of God. And then, and, 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 and up here he says, he has a prayer before he, it's why, we, the chapter is why we must think rightly about God. <clears throat> and so before he goes into that, he has this prayer. And I'm just going to read part of that prayer. They that know thee not may call upon thee as other than thou art, and so worship not thee but a creature of their own fancy. Therefore enlighten our minds that we may know thee as thou art, so that we may perfectly love thee and worthily praise thee. May we see God for who he is. God you know, the whole aspect, uh, this was the, the best thing that I could have done in my Christian life is when I started looking into or, yeah, just uh, reading and meditating on, on the, uh, <clears throat> on, on, on the, uh, uh, <clears throat> on God, <clears throat> the Godhead, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are one. There is no disunity there. They're perfectly joined together. As one. There is no competition. In the Godhead. They're perfectly one. They're beautifully. They harmonize. And, and if you think of a song. Brendan is going to sing a song. With some of his uh, brothers this morning. After the, the opening here. And I don't know. I, they, I, the song that they're going to sing. They didn't practice along. So maybe the, the point I'm making uh, but I'm sure they'll do fine. They'll do good. <clears throat> but there's an aspect when a song is sung in perfect, perfect harmony and unity. Harmony, unity, harmony. Where it just harmonizes. There's something beautiful about that. <clears throat> we all know that. <clears throat> but just think about it. God, the Godhead. It's perfect. There's perfect harmony. There's perfect unity. <clears throat> And why is that? Why is that? <clears throat> well, the question I wanted to ask was, it says here that they may be one as thou, Father, art in me and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe that thou hast sent me. <clears throat> so we have the Godhead. There's perfect oneness. And we know that there was Lucifer who was was he in heaven and he was cast out because he wanted to, to rise up and be like the Most High and he was cast out. <clears throat> there is perfect harmony in heaven. But the question I want to ask in light of what we read here this morning, what hinders us from being one? What hinders us from being as brothers and sisters? What hinders us from being one as God the Father and the Holy Spirit are one? What hinders us? I think that's an important question to ask and to think about. 
What hinders us? What hinders me? <clears throat> well, let's turn to, uh, I like to, uh, uh, my. <clears throat> um, let's go to 1 John quickly. <clears throat> 1 John chapter 1, starting at verse, uh, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him, if we say that we're one with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, but if we walk in the light as he is, as he is one, we will be one. I'm sorry. Let me read it again. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So the answer is, uh, in light of not having much time here, the answer is, is that we walk in the light as he is in the light. Do you see that here this morning? He says, I think you could interchange that fellowship for, and that's where I was getting myself tangled up. I think you could change that word fellowship for oneness. <clears throat> but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship. We have oneness with one another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. <clears throat> is it that simple? I believe it is. Walking in the light as he is in the light. <clears throat> we will have perfect Fellowship one with another. We will have fellowship one with another. When we walk in the light. And I kind of where this came from this past week. I was looking at. I don't think it was Al Hessen. I get him mixed up on the Calvary Road, Andrew, that you had last Sunday. But also there is uh, Norman Grubb has the book on touching the invisible. And I encourage everyone who used to read that book too. But, uh, <clears throat> but I was reading some more of his literature. And it was pretty much about staying in the light. As soon as a thought comes to you, my brother, my sister, about a, 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 a thought that is, that is uh, not good about your brother or your sister, put that thing under the blood. Take care of it right away. Don't let that thing foster. Don't let that thing grow. Walk in the light. Stay in the light. And as we, as we walk that way, brothers and sisters, there will be oneness. There will be oneness. We will be... Is it possible that we can be one even as Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are one? Is it possible, Brother Laverne? Is it, one? Is it possible? It is when we walk in the light. So I want to encourage us this morning to go home or go home and walk in the light. As soon as you realize that you're in darkness, get out of that thing. Get into the light. And sometimes we think we need to have a, a big altar call or maybe we think that we need to have a, a great big confession and that's the only way that God is going to forgive us. But I'd like to come in from a different angle this morning. Like I said earlier, if a wrong thought comes to you, take care of it. You don't need to come up front. Take care of that thing. While you're sitting there and maybe a thought comes to you about, you know what my brother did this past week to me? No, no, don't go there. Forgive him for it. Let the blood of Jesus cleanse you. And you will be free. And you can worship and praise him. You won't have to look at your brother cross-sided. 
You don't have to look at your sister cross-sided. Why? Because the blood has cleansed you. And you are free. And you know what happens? <laughs> I'm sorry. But I read, I have this book at home by the fruit of the Spirit. And I, I, was, on a, I was on a trail yesterday. Sorry about the time. But I was on a trail yesterday and I, I thought it was so good. But anyways, the short of it is, I read this and I thought, well, that's exactly what I was thinking, just in a different light. So this scientist was trying to figure out why chickens can make, who, is there a chicken farmer here? Why chickens don't lay eggs or why they lay eggs. <clears throat> and so the, chicken, the, the scientist figured out that ha, ha, chickens like to be loved. So, so th- 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 he said that if this, the, the chickens feel love or appreciate, I don't know how you show chickens that you love them. But anyways, he said they lay more eggs. They lay more eggs when you love the chickens. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, I think there's some eggs not being laid because we're not loving the chicken. Get it? <laughs> you see how it works? Did we get it? <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, I think that's all I had. God bless you. Uh, Brendan, you're going to sing that song, Walking in the Light. I don't know who 